Hey, what's up everybody? It's Michael. Welcome back again to the podcast. I've uh, got a little bit to talk about today. Um, so let's dive straight on in. Okay, so yesterday I had my first 100k in 45 minute session. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how that went. Um, but first I want to talk about something else and we'll get to that at the end of the podcast today. So, let's talk about the third speaker from Funnel Hacking Live. He was Jermaine Griggs. Now, this guy was incredible, not only with what he presented and the way he spoke, but the way that he lives his life is really quite inspiring. He actually started out with his online business from uh, quite a young age. And I believe, if I remember correctly, he started out selling um, piano courses online. And he actually took that simple idea of uh, helping people to learn gospel music on the piano um, to generating hundreds of thousands of dollars and and I think over millions of dollars on the internet um, with that simple business. He then went on to grow several other businesses. and, And the life that he lives now is really what I consider to be true business freedom. He um, he only spends, I think he said he only spends about four hours a week, four to five, maybe six hours a week um, working on his business. And the rest of the time he actually spends with his family. And he shared a whole bunch of, of photos from all the places he's been traveling with his family recently. And when I tell you he travels a lot, trust me, he travels a lot. There were photos of him in every major city I think in the world it was it was incredible and I think that should really be the goal of of this game is building a business not just to make money but to create freedom for yourself and for your family and one of the things he said that really stuck out to me was don't go out and save the world through being an entrepreneur by neglecting your family. You can't go out and be Superman to everyone else and then leave your family high and dry. And I think he really showed that um, by the way that he presented this. And, and I think that will become my new goal, honestly. <laughs> so he shared his freedom formula, um, a few steps the things that we can do to become free within our business. So number one was focus on the activity that moves the needle. A lot of people in the world today focus a lot on grinding and, and doing the work and putting the work in and staying up late and, and really doing a lot of the work within the business to fulfill on, on what it is that they've sold within their sales messages. Um, but he said, Focus is infinitely more important than grind. Okay, efficiency is doing things right, whereas effectiveness is doing the right things. He spoke about the Pareto Principle, which I've become really quite familiar with over the last year or so of my life. Um, If you're not sure what that is, the Pareto Principle is basically stating that 80% 80 of your activities 
no, forgive me, it says 20% of your activities produces 80% of your revenue. So it's the 80-20 rule. And basically a lot of people now are doing all of this work within their business. However, only 20% of that work that they're actually doing is actually the, the, the power within the business that drives 80% of the revenue and of the sales and, and of the real income of the business. So there was a big focus on, on finding out what that 20% is and then really focusing in on that 20% and really making that 20% 90 to 100% of your activity that you do as the business owner and really outsourcing everything else to employees or, or external organizations to get that stuff done that's not as important. He then said that if the A20 principle is true, then the 20% tasks are 16 times more valuable than the 80%. So realistically speaking, if you as a business owner can shift to focus on those 20% of the tasks, technically your business should be able to increase by 16 times, which is pretty incredible. So step number two, realign and prioritize the right thing. So you've really got to sit back and you've got to ask yourself are the things I'm doing right now moving the needle? And I think it's important to take that time and really evaluate how you're using the time. A lot of people think that if they're fulfilling the work and they're doing the work for clients, then they're doing that 20% that's producing the revenue, which in actual fact isn't true. Um, he, he gave four C's. He said, if you're doing these four things, then you're doing the 20%. Uh, number one is, the first C is content, then copywriting, conversion, and clicks. So you've got to focus on your content in your business. What are you producing? Um, and how's it being produced? You've got to focus on your, your copy, and your copywriting, and within your sales messages. Are they compelling enough? Are they helping people to want to buy what you're selling? Is it converting? Is your marketing and your sales messages converting? And are you getting clicks? Are people coming to your sales messages? Are you getting enough traffic? Uh, within the Business Wealth Profits, within the e-learning marketing system, we say that the 20% of, of those revenue generating activities comes from more leads, more conversions, higher prices, increasing profits, and sales. So just the, um, the other day I was, I was thinking about this, and in line with the framework principle which I spoke about I think it was two podcasts ago and I really sat down and I thought once the business is really up and running and you've got a client base and it's working you've got content you've got things that you're selling to people and you've, and you've got a team in place what are the things that you would then focus on as a business owner so that you can continue to scale your company what is it that you focus on what is it that you shouldn't focus on and I wrote down a list of about I think six things that I could think of are probably the most important thing and possibly the only things that a business owner should be focusing on. Now, if you guys can think of anything else, feel free to let me know. I'd love to know. Um, but off the top of my head, this is all I could get. Um, number one would be just creating KPIs, key point indicators for things like team performance, for advertising performance, and for conversions. 
once those are created, having a system that you can check those regularly and if they're not performing like you desire, taking necessary steps to hit the goals. This next thing would be publishing daily um, on all of your platforms, whether that be you know podcasts like this or blogs, YouTube, Facebook, uh, social media platforms. I think it's important that the business owner is is publishing and getting out there daily so that um, their following can grow and become more and more like diehard fans. Um, the next thing would be nourishing your email list um, with stories, with promotions, with offers, with new content, um, links to the podcast and, and whatever you're publishing on your platforms. And it's important for your email followers um, to be hearing from you constantly so that they're aware of you and know that you're there. And when they're ready to buy again, they know where to go. Uh, the next thing would probably be filling on the promises within your sales message. Now, I'm not saying that the business owner should do that, but I'm saying ensuring that the team that they have in place or the auto automated system that they have is doing that and doing that efficiently. Um, that should take up very little time in my opinion. The next thing they should be doing is, I suppose, thinking or working on the next product in, in their value ladder or the next thing to release to their, to their clients. What's the next thing that they can do to help provide extra value and overdeliver for their clients? And lastly would be working to get exposure with, the, with their Dream 100 or with working to get promotions with people that have as big or bigger followings as, as you do so that you can continue to get your message out there to people and continue to make sales and generate traffic for free. So I think as a business owner, if you're focusing on those six things, you've got enough systems and automation in place so you don't have to worry about the actual fulfillment and you can focus on these things. I think that's really the best way that a business will be able to, to scale and grow really rapidly when you start to focus on getting the message out there instead of on the actual delivering the message to each individual, if that makes sense. So in line with that, number three, which he said was eliminate anything that is not a core competency. He said freedom is elimination. So you've got to think, what can I take away? What's something that's not as important? Or that's something that I could actually outsource and trust somebody else with? If there's something that you can trust somebody else with, why are you not trusting somebody else with it? Why are you not freeing up your time? Um, I know people often think, you know, if I can do it, I don't really want to have to pay somebody else to have to do that for me. Um, I don't have the money to pay somebody else, but if you take that leap and you actually do outsource it, you'll find that you're freeing up your own time. And instead of using that time on something that's not generating revenue, you can focus on generating more revenue and increasing their profits. So I think that's an important thing. Number four, empower others to execute for you. So you've got to outsource the unnecessary things. You've got to create that dream team. And you've really just not got to be afraid of, of hiring the right amount of employees or outsourcing your work or even, or even hiring overseas employees. I know in my dad's business, he's got... Uh, a bookkeeper and accountant in the Philippines and, and they're excellent, they're very competent they do the work very well 
and my dad just checks in with them daily with a, with a voice call, checks if they've got any issues, um, checks their work quickly with them, and they work very well for a lot less the price. So it's a good way that you can outsource without having to pay full price. So then once you've done that, you can then free up your time to focus more on the marketing and the and they're getting your message out there to the masses. So number five would be data-driven marketing. So the, the process he gave was to build, to measure, and to learn. So you build your marketing campaign or your strategy, you get it out there, and then you measure. You measure everything, um, how the market is cooperating with your marketing, how they're reacting to it, how they're engaging with it. And then from that, you learn and you take into account those key point, indi key point indicators, the KPIs of the market, and you make adjustments to your, to your marketing campaigns, to your funnels, to your, to your ads, so that you can continue to increase those KPIs. Um, some key, key point indicators which he mentioned were the click per conversions, um, the cost per sales, cost per registrants, average order value, conversion rate, the lifetime value, the retention versus attrition. Another one would be the average cart value. These are all just key things that you should be looking at and measuring um, very frequently so that you can measure the effectiveness of your marketing. He also said that there are three growth drivers. Number one is getting more customers. Number two, increasing the size of orders, so increasing your average cart value or the average purchase price. And then three, increasing the repeat orders, so increasing the amount of times they're actually buying from you. Step number six, optimize consistently for compound growth. So once you are aware of what your KPIs are within your marketing, um, you've got to ask yourself, am I reaching my goal for leads? For example, am I obtaining leads at $1.50 per lead? If yes, keep scaling and you can scale by finding new audiences or or and increasing your budgets okay and it's the same thing for your marketing you've got to ask yourself am i obtaining the goal that i've set for my kpi am i getting a good uh cost per click if not why not let's try and fix it if yes scale through the necessary necessary means and finally step seven is multiply multiply profits by scaling what's working. So once you figure out what's working for you, um, you can scale that very quickly. He says that uh, paid traffic is 20% effort and 80% results, whereas organic is 80% effort is 20% results. So obviously he prefers paid traffic. However, I believe if you if you can do organic traffic well, if you, have, if you don't have enough money to be able to do paid traffic, you have a little bit more time on your hand organic might be the way to go and there are ways that you can do that to gain great results as well so that's what he said um i was jermaine griggs if you're wondering um it was an excellent presentation really made me think a lot about really how to automate and create systems which can help to automate your business processes and really allow you the the expert of your business to get out and do those things which are really going to help your business to scale um so yeah i hope that was helpful 
um, it was definitely helpful for me and helped me to learn a lot. Now, yesterday I had my 100k and 45 minute presentation. You might be wondering, did I get the sale? Did I sell somebody on the e-learning marketing system? <laughs> so the guy comes in, he sits down, and, you know, we get started and it was only supposed to take 45 minutes, but obviously, you know, I'm there with my dad. He he sat in with me and been, been trying to get to know the client, building a bit of rapport. And next thing you know, an hour's passed and we're not even finished the, the 45 minute presentation yet. And we're still going and still trying to find him $100,000. By the time I finally find him the, <laughs> the right amount of money and finish the presentation, we're about an hour and a half in. Um, we did help find him a hundred thousand dollars and we help him to see how he could do it in his business and um, I think we did a really great job in that but by the time I got to the close and the offer um, we were a little bit rushed for time he didn't have a lot of time left and I could tell even before I went into the offer that he had already closed himself off uh, he was already going to say no so I went through the offer with them I presented it to him and uh you know, at the end he said, oh, I'm not quite ready for this year. I'm not quite ready to work on my business, which is, honestly, I don't quite understand it. Um, I think if if someone presents a really great investment in front of you and you can understand exactly how it can work for your business and it has the potential to grow your business by a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars within one year and only cost you a thousand dollars, you know, I would jump on that. Um, but there you go, that's how it went, <laughs> bit of a flop, um, needless to say I was disappointed, but that's how the game goes, isn't it, you, you go out, you give it a shot, you fail, you tweak, you make it better and you try again, so that's that, if any of you are interested in, in getting this session, it's it's free for now, I'm not sure how long we're going to be doing this for free for, and how long we do, we'll be doing it one-on-one. -on -one with clients uh, hopefully we can take it out to, to to get it into a webinar shortly so if you're keen to get involved and, and get a session then contact me reach out leave a message or a comment and and i'll reach out and we'll get you in and we'll get it done but yeah thanks again for listening hope that's it's been a bit of value for you and we appreciate you for listening and i'll see you on the next one bye